The day I decided to become radically responsible for myself and the results in my life was when I turned my obstacles into opportunities. I'm here to help other ambitious entrepreneurs create a relentless mindset, a resilient faith, so that you can harness the power within your own journey and realize your potential in your life and your business. I'm your host and no fluff coach, Nisha. Welcome to the show. So I don't interpret the Bible literally these days, but I really want you to hear this quote from Yan Martell, the writer of Life of Pi. The book, didn't read the book, watched the movie, absolutely beautiful. But he said, if Christ spent an anguished night in prayer, if he burst, burst out from the cross, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Then surely we are also permitted doubt, but we must move on. To choose doubt as a philosophy of life is akin to choosing immobility as a means of transportation immobility as a means of transportation. The world of imposter syndrome is so common. I read that at least 70% of people suffer from some version, at least one experience with doubt or imposter syndrome throughout their professional endeavors. So if you feel alone, there's proof that you're not. But just because it's common, it doesn't mean that it's less of a threat, especially to your confidence or to your next level. Despite being brilliant and gifted, I know so many of you struggle with confidence and worthiness uh, of everything you've done, all the things you've been, you know, celebrated for, the praise on the outside. You struggle to align with it internally. So today's episode, I'm really going to spend some time talking about dead end thoughts as it relates to imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome is really interesting because you worry that you've somehow tricked people <laughs> into thinking you're you're not good enough and as a result you live in this constant fear of being exposed like you're carrying this weight of a secret that someone's going to learn about and find out about and out you dead in thoughts uh, of an imposter sound like i got lucky when actually you prepared well and worked hard to get to where you are and what you have Apologizing for yourself when you didn't actually do something wrong. Saying things like, it worked out, but it wasn't perfect. And holding yourself to this incredibly high and sometimes impossible standard for whatever reason, despite getting to the next stage. I'm afraid of failing and showing that you don't trust yourself enough to recover from setbacks. I love to be there someday, but I just need to do X first. I just need to tweak this first. I need to get this credential first. I need to, you know, take another level of learning on the back end first, like overcompensation, over preparing. And if the lack of self-belief isn't enough to threaten your ascension to your next level, you turn down opportunities for growth or visibility so that self, the lack of self-belief and the presence of doubt is now a threat to your business. And as a result, your income and your ability to not only serve the people who are worthy of in need in need of someone like you, you're now becoming a threat to your family and your loved ones and the people who are relying on you financially. Here's what I see. I see that you've reached a milestone in your business or life once and no and now imposter syndrome is has this hold over you uh because you're afraid of replicating 
that success. And maybe you doubt your ability to reproduce the outcome, right? Or maybe you knew how hard it was to reach this level. And now you're very well aware of the amount of work required of you to reach the next level. I think of this as a mom to four small kids. My kids are young enough that I'm not in that mom abyss of what it's like, how hard it is to go through pregnancy and labor and delivery and childhood and all the things. So I have very vivid memories of their births. Having four different labor experiences leads many people to believe that I should be more confident than other first time moms. Every time I went into uh, labor, a nurse, some nurse, at least one time, always made the gesture, oh, what baby is this? Oh, you're an expert by now, right? Like you should feel more confident than anyone else. You're a pro. <laughs> but the truth is labor and delivery became scarier to me with each and every pregnancy because I knew how hard it would be to get to the other side of that pain. I knew how painful it was going to be and I knew how much work was required to get through it. First time moms have an ignorance that's a gift in these situations. Experienced moms know things will and can go in any direction. Like my fourth baby that had a prolapsed cord and went into an emergency cesarean situation. That was my very first induction. That was my very first labor scare. That was my very first C-section. All the things I was afraid of happening ever happened in that fourth go round, right? So my confidence could have failed me. And imposter syndrome was definitely there. Years ago, I launched the very first baby-friendly co-working space in the state I live in, and one of only many in the entire country. Pre-pandemic, mind you, before anyone understood the value of work from home and support from home, but as ambitious parents. But that was the very first big entrepreneurial venture I'd done. And the pressure of running a brick and mortar space just hits differently. I'm going to be the first one to tell you. Being an entrepreneur from a service standpoint and being an entrepreneur from a brick and mortar is different. And I had a lot of imposter syndrome then. And I have a lot of imposter syndrome about the idea of doing it again, because I know exactly what would be required to realize it and to see it to its potential into the next level. So there's a lot of doubt that goes into that, right? There are a variety of reasons why you may feel like an imposter, ranging from that perfectionism to family upbringing. Regardless of the cause, it's toxic. And that line of thinking often results in a lower self-esteem, lower self-concept, lower self-confidence, and the limited ability to really celebrate your success, celebrate your milestones in your journey. I actually believe that Black women experience what we believe to be imposter syndrome, but in many ways, it's not imposter syndrome. It's that we feel like we don't belong. We don't belong in that space, but it presents itself as imposter syndrome. And that's the word a lot of people give to us, but I don't think that's always the case. Here's another reason that the belief that others, um, here's another reason that the self-limiting belief of imposter syndrome shows up is the belief that others overestimate your capabilities and competence. Here's the thing about imposter syndrome. It can be leveraged to your advantage. The great Maya Angelou has a quote that talks about 
Despite writing 11 books, she still feared people would find out that she was a fake. She was successful and impactful as a writer, despite herself and her imposter syndrome, right? Some nerves up to a point can improve your performance. I've used uh, imposter syndrome and self-doubt to overcompensate on many occasions, many occasions. And because I did the work, despite the belief, it silenced my imposter syndrome or my sense of belonging because now I've proven to myself that I was worthy and capable. I wasn't concerned about this, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? I wasn't concerned about other people uh, disappointing. There you go. I wasn't concerned about disappointing other people in that way. I was concerned about disappointing myself. So I did the opposite of what I felt. I disarmed my doubt and weaponized my courage. That process produced outcomes that helped me to raise my belief base. Your next level requires you to work through your imposter syndrome. Just like the quote uh, I shared at the beginning from the Life of Pi writer, if you choose to allow imposter syndrome to hold you where you are, it is essentially leaning into the fact that immobility is your path, right? Like no action is your choice. You will find that an amount of self-competence in one level that you've had before that let you get to where you are before won't be enough to get to the next. But that's that cycle of growth, of evolution, becoming and releasing, doing and undoing, stretching and contracting, right? I think we worsen and is worsen a word. I think we worsen and weaponize imposter syndrome by assuming that having it will make you perform worse or deliver less when I think you can harness the power. Like I've said before, I've done it many times of having doubt. And despite myself, I still produced. I still went through the, the next step, just like Maya Angelou, right? When you follow the formula to your next level, I talked about it in episode six about elevated self-concept, uh, but when you follow the formula to your next level, which is identity informing intention and intention informing initiatives, you'll be able to identify the blind spots in your belief base and the requirement there you need to reinforce your belief base. Here's one way that I started to work through my own imposter syndrome, calm my anxiety and aligned with my level of worthiness by uh, ultimately practicing being present, mindfulness, like being in the moment that I feel some type of way, like truly holding space for how I feel and realizing that I am not a fake. I just didn't produce, maybe I'm just disappointed in myself. I'm just disappointed in the result. That doesn't mean that I'm a fake. I'm just disappointed because the momentum isn't fast enough, right? You're not an imposter. You just have a pattern of thinking in a way that aligns with an imposter. I was recently watching Free Guy for like the fifth or sixth time. Amazing movie. I love Ryan Reynolds with my kids. I've actually watched it without my kids. So I can't sit here and pretend like I watch it because of my kids. But it's a movie about video game characters becoming real and no longer being controlled by the game. You know, those like when you're 
actively player one, player two, and you're fighting things or you have somebody standing in the shop, like that same character you can predict is going to be standing at the corner, standing in the car, all these things, like they came to life. And there's this moment in the movie between Ryan Reynolds' character and his best friend, who is little Rail, where Rail was really realizing that he allowed his fear of becoming real prevent him from moving to his next level. He was becoming immobile. He was his his fear immobilized him. And while Ryan Reynolds was waking up and becoming real and having these amazing experiences, these next level experiences, Rail was terrified. You know, he was just scared. And there's this moment where where Rail acknowledged his fear and he had a conversation with Ryan Reynolds' co- character and he said, so what if I'm not real? Even if I'm not real, this moment is right here, right now. And what's better than that? Even if you feel fake at this very moment, you are not. Your feelings are not. At this moment, you are more qualified, prepared, and worthy than any other person to be precisely where you are right now. And you have to honor that. Just being in the moment to honor that. In that moment, it is as real as it gets. There's no fake or phoniness behind it. I am incredibly brilliant at helping people, brilliant minds like you, disarm doubt and navigate confidence killers like imposter syndrome. Click the link below to talk. Let's talk about how you can get to your next level and disarm these things. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you had any moments of breakthrough, any aha moments, if you just enjoyed this content, it would be a blessing to me if you could leave that feedback in the show by wherever you're listening to the show, leave a five-star review, drop a comment, let me know what resonated with you. As a thank you, I'd love to give you access to my workshop, Navigating Ambition Without Mom Guilt. All you have to do is do one of two things, either send me a DM, screenshot the Uh, on your stories, tag me at Courage Hackers on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about it. Screenshot your review and I'll DM you back or send me an email. The email is in the description box. Screenshot your review, send it to me in the email and I am going to offer you a little thank you gift. Thank you again for listening to the show.